Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Colby Fane Cushing, and I am here with Mr. Hammond. Hello. Oh, man. How are we, Mr. Hammond? You know, I'm sitting outside on my front porch. The nice breeze blowing. Life, life is pretty good right now. How about yourself? Oh, it's very good. I'm sitting inside right now in front of my fish tank. But That's anyway. fair. That's fair. Yep. All right. So, Mr. Hammond. Yeah. Uh, for my fee honors, we are talking about the topics of oppression, empowerment, and resistance. All right. And how they connect with slavery, segregation, and racism. Okay. In three of the main texts that I have read. Kindred, the movie 42, and a poem named Negative. Okay. And for you, I want to talk about history and history in sports and oh. the movie 42. Sounds good to me. Yes. So, what do you do you have any kind of information or some some pieces of evidence or uh, just really any broad information about segregation and slavery and, and racism uh-huh. all in, uh-huh. in, in history and sports? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's so prescient that you're talking about these things when we talk about power and we talk about privilege, um, mm-hmm. given what's going on in, in places like Minneapolis and, and what have exactly. you. So um, the history of of power and the history of privilege really goes hand in hand, unfortunately, with the history of our country. Um, you know, the rise of popular sports coming at the end, sort of the, the tail end of the of the 19th century um, echoes that echoes the uh, the separation, um, you know, the separate the notion of separate but equal um, really coming again at the tail end of the 19th century. Uh, is echoing the rise of popular sport, um, mm-hmm. and in in no uh, sport playing field are we going to find equal representation of, of of whites and blacks in the same place. Um, and depending on what sport you're talking about, it depends on how slowly uh, that that sport moved. Exactly. Um, there were uh, Jackie Robinson being the most famous example. There were a couple of other uh, examples in baseball's history of African-Americans mm-hmm. playing uh, at the same level, but, uh, but to no extent and to no uh, uh, amount of sort of fame did these players get, the Jackie Robinson, for, for quote-unquote, right. you know, breaking that, that barrier. Um, you know, basketball remained uh, segregated up until, what, mm-hmm. the 50s into the 60s? Um, yeah. My, where I, I grew up in Boston, the, the Celtics were one of the last teams to, to integrate their team. Um, mm-hmm. So the, the history of sport in America really echoes the history of America uh, and, and in terms of, of power and oppression and, and all of those things that you're talking about, for sure. Yes, exactly. Uh, so I just want to touch up a little bit on some quotes and some information that I got from, uh, from the movie 42 that I just want to kind of bounce off of you. And, sure, and, uh, please do. And use here. So Jackie Robinson um, – I uh, obviously idolize him. He is he is the reason I wear forty two in baseball. Okay. Um, but one of the, one of my favorite movies is a hundred percent forty two, and okay. one of my favorite quotes from forty two is, "I want a player with the guts not to fight back." Yeah. That is that is from Branch Rickey. He yep. is the the owner, kind of the person who oversees this entire thing that goes, that, that is happening integrating baseball mm-hmm. and Jackie Robinson says to him you give me a uniform a number on my back and I'll give you the guts yeah 
this is this is kind of the first interaction we see in the movie of uh, with the two um, main main characters. Okay, um, and it really shows that Jackie's online. He he wants this chance, and it, Branch is kind of um, given the 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 go ahead. He he has the player on lock. He's been wanting to do this for a while. Um, so this is the first kind of like this is happening. Here we go. Yeah, let's get started. Um, yeah. And did you have any? Did you, did you want to say yeah, anything? there's kind of two things that pop out for me on that one. Uh, from the perspective of Jackie Robinson, it's the opportunity. It's the symbolic mm-hmm. opportunity. The 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 uniform represents the opportunity to do what he can do. Um, exactly. Baseball is only part of that equation. Um, but it is the the most sort forward, I'd say forward facing part of that, or outward facing part of that equation. Uh, um, his his game will speak for itself and disprove all of those people that that didn't believe that African Americans could could compete on the same level. And of course, history tells us now that not only did he compete on the same level, but he exceeded that level by leaps and bounds. Um, yep. I would also say that um, Branch Rickey is is really. Um, heralded for his willingness to stick his neck out. I mean, that's um, um, one of the more brave pieces. It is opportunistic in some ways, I would say, uh, because there's a lot of attention that's being thrown in the, uh, in the way of the Dodgers for that Mm -hmm. choice that they're made. But, but the flip side is how many, how many people no longer supported the Dodgers or uh, turn it back, or exactly. just outright uh, had had hatred <laughs> towards the Dodgers for that decision. So, um, exactly. the bravery it, it's that's kind of reflected in that decision and in that conversation, um, and it is really counterintuitive to human nature to say when somebody strikes you or or says bad words at you, or in Jackie mm-hmm. Robinson's case, uh, throws a ball at your head <laughs> pretty hard, or or spikes <laughs> yeah. you, or um, that you fight that human instinct uh, to want us yeah. to lash out and strike back. That's, that's a, uh, a very counterintuitive thing that he's asking Jackie Robinson to do, to fight your instincts to want to lash out and fight back. That's, that's tough. That is hard to do exactly. as a human being. Yep. Uh, and then right after the scene, they do get, uh, he, he calls his uh, going to be wife and asks her to marry him. Mm-hmm. They get married and then, he has to fly right to spring training yep. to get ready and, and play with the team. Mm-hmm. But his flight is actually given to somebody else by a flight attendant and he gets really upset. Um, and, and, sh- you know, kind of that, that white having more power mm-hmm. and being empowered. She says, do you want me to call the sheriff or should I? Yeah. After he kind of lashes out at her says, you know, that's not okay. Yep. So, that's kind of that empowerment that white people have and, and the oppression that, that Jackie, Jackie is faced with mm-hmm. and that he has to resist. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's, that's a big part of the movie as well. This is kind of the first segregated area of the movie that we really see. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that was a pretty big part uh, for me. Yeah, and it really kind of shows what I might call the uh, exercising of petty power. It is... It is, there is no gain uh, for that individual whatsoever through their actions other than to say, I, in this, in this moment, in this position, I have more power than you and I'm going to make sure you know that I have more power than you. 
And that is, exactly. that is a, an unbelievably petty and unnecessary thing to do. Um, and kind of the, like the, the lowest, most base and, and unnecessary action to take to say to another human being, you and I both know I hold the power in this scenario and I don't have mm-hmm. to exercise that power, but I'm choosing to exercise that power. Um, and that exactly. is just, I think, the lowest form of, of humanity in a lot of ways. Exactly. Um, so, and one thing with the movie that isn't really, it's seen a couple of times, but mm-hmm. Jackie is empowered with the ability to show what black people can yep. do and, and what the black community can really do. Uh, they always show up to his games. They, it's not even just about sports. It's about just in life in general mm-hmm. that they, they can, they, we can, we cannot be, we, we can be together. We don't have yeah. to be separate. I would say empowered, but um, on the flip side of that is also to an extent he was burdened by that. Um, yes, he had yes. to carry that burden every day when he went to the team hotel and maybe stayed at, had to stay mm-hmm. at a different hotel or uh, had to ride in the back of a bus or, you know, was disrespected from fans or disrespected from other players. Um, he was empowered to act that way. Absolutely. But he also had to, to exactly. carry the burden of that as well. So that, that's a, a tough thing to carry through when all you want to do is play baseball, you know, when you just want to be a ball, when exactly. you just want to be a ball player. That's tough. Exactly. It really is. Um, and one also very like major and, and it's, it's a, it's a hard scene to watch mm-hmm. is when the Brooklyn Dodgers had to the uh, Philadelphia Phillies and their manager uh, Chapman mm-hmm comes out of the dugout and starts yelling at Jackie. He's, he's kind of, he's saying some extremely, um, some extremely bad language, sure, sure. um, you know, and he's calling him names, yep. all that. It's, it's really, it's, it's hard to watch. And um, it should be, it should make you, exactly, it should make exactly. you feel uncomfortable. That's, that's the, the, exactly. the point of something like that is you, you can't sugarcoat uh, a scenario like this. You have to uh, feel uncomfortable uh, you have to uh, agonize. You have to, you know, cringe at this moment because that's how you should feel because it is awful. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so that it, it kind of shows the resistance that ja- that Jackie had to yep. have in order not to, you know, fight or not to say anything back because one little that's it. one little exactly. thing and you're gone. Exactly. So you you can't. You can't do anything else. Yeah, it, it um, is a, a sort of, to use a big term, a diametric opposition. It is so disproportionately unfair that you have to take things constantly every second of every day that you're doing this. Uh, but mm-hmm. just literally one little slip up will ruin it. You know, if you choose to do one thing versus all of these things you have to take, it is, it is I would say, the ultimate unfortunate and unfair scenario to have to live through. Yep. Exactly, and he he does it every single at bat that Jackie has that game, um, and in in the second at bat he um, he actually screams the words "Get that through your thick monkey skull," wow. and that is one of the extreme yeah. like gut wrenching and disgusting parts yeah. of the movie yeah. that is unfortunately yes. true, um, and and it's really oppressive and it's it's he's just trying to empower or over overpower yep. and, and and get into his head and after the game even he he talks to the reporters about how he feels and, and you know 
that really wasn't okay. Yeah. And he says, you know, we do this to all the other white players. We 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 call uh, so and so like some other name yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. But it's it's on an entirely yeah. different level yeah. of like that's just that's just you being white and trying to overpower. It is. And it, it gets to a lot of this yeah. idea of privilege, and I unfortunately I found myself in a long. Uh, converse, I'll say conversation on Facebook last night with somebody who I grew up with who, who, who <laughs> either doesn't recognize the notion of privilege or refuses to accept it. Uh, and yeah. it's, it was hard for me to just be like, look, man, here's the thing and da 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 and, and back and forth and back and forth. And finally, I just, I left him with a strong MLK quote and just walked away from the conversation because it wasn't going anywhere. And mm-hmm. it kind of gets back to this idea of if you can't see that there is a disproportionality of power, a disproportionality of exactly. privilege, then, then you, then you'll constantly be saying, Oh yeah, we do this too. And this and this and this and this, but it's not, mm-hmm. you can't see the forest for the trees in that because there's so many things you're missing. It's just, uh, exactly. and you never will, unfortunately. Exactly. Yeah. You, you, you really can't not have white power yep. in, in a, or, or white uh, mm-hmm. privilege without, or when you're in a country that was built right. on absolutely you know white when it supremacy, is baked so. into our dna unfortunately yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly yep. um but yes yeah, so, so back to yeah. the movie um one of jackie's teammates actually comes out of the dugout in his third at bat to stand up to chapman he runs over starts yelling him to like you yep. know shut up stop talking this is not yep. okay jackie then hits a single scores the game-winning mm-hmm. run it's all kind of a, a good a good um, wrap yeah. to the yeah. to the game. Uh, one of the one of the big scenes in the movie, um, and and so it you know ja- you see Jackie crosses plate crosses the plate. He looks over to Chapman. Chapman goes, "All right, all right." He gets back into the dugout, <laughs> and and they win the game. So it's it's really kind of sweet yeah. uh, to see. Um, and so he actually. Um, when they when they go back on the road, I forget which which uh, city they were going to, but uh, Branch Ricky gets a call from the manager, and says, uh, and the manager says that they're not going to allow Jackie in, yeah. in the city, and if if he does show up with the team, then they're not going to yeah. play. And what Branch says is actually kind of funny. He says, "Well, you know, that's a nine nothing yeah forfeit. Uh, uh, what's yeah. forfeit? Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely." <laughs> so. So it's kind of like, you know, we're going to do yeah. it whether you like it or right. not. And it's just going to be yeah, in our You're favorite. making the choice so, to, to forfeit the game. We're not making you do anything. Exactly, exactly. Um, and Branch Ricky actually gets a visit from the shortstop, Pee Wee mm-hmm. Reese. And Pee Wee says, you know, like, I'm from Mississippi. We're going, we're going down in that area. My family's going to be yeah. at the game. The, like, I can't. I, I, I don't know what you're feeling, but I don't think that we can have Jackie there, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's not going to look good for yeah. me. And Branch Branch says, or, yeah, yeah, Branch says, uh, I don't really right. care. That's your problem. Because, you know. That's on exactly. you. Exactly. And, 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 and uh, Pee Wee Reese puts a death threat on, uh, on <laughs> Manager Ricky's um, uh, yeah. desk. And he says, oh, that's yeah. really cute. He goes into his filing cabinet and uh-huh. pulls out th- three yeah. manila folders full of death threats Don't to try. Jackie. Don't try to so impress me. It's yeah. kind of, <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. 
And that's that's kind of the moment where you see Pee Wee Reese kind of shift shift uh-huh. a little bit to see to seeing you know eye to eye with with Jackie and and seeing his what what he's right. going through. Um, and then ne- in that next game where he is in his like almost his home city, he's he's basically there. His family's in the stands. And people are screaming, you know, we love Pee Wee, and also screaming the yeah. word at Jackie and just saying absolutely yep. terrible things. Pee Wee comes over, talks to Jackie, says maybe tomorrow we'll all wear yeah. 42. That way they can't tell yep. us apart. He puts his arm around Jackie, and he looks up into the crowd, and everybody's like, yeah. wait, what? Like, yeah. like what? And seeing as how Pee Wee Reese is, you know, he's, he was arguably the best player sure. in the game at the time, people start to kind of say – Oh, so mm-hmm. that's how we should act. So it's you know, some people never change. Yeah, that's some the, people the do. advantages of being um, a human being. You have the ability to say, "I exactly. talk this way." Turns out I was wrong, and mm-hmm. now I'm willing to exactly. and, and move on and, and think differently. And that's that's growth, really. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And we see a lot of growth over the mm-hmm. over the movie, um, and and kind of nearing the end, uh, a very sweet scene. Branch. Uh, Branch Ricky comes to Jackie and says, you know, there are little black and white boys all over America pretending yep. to be you. They're 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 imitating your stance when you're yep. when you're hitting. They're imitating you at first base. It's it's really a sweet kind of interaction between Branch yeah, and it's, him. It's, so uh, that was the, the power of that sports was to make change. Exactly. Um, and there are so many examples throughout you know, the, the sort of the second half of the 20th century where we see sports and society kind of uh, inter, inter, interacting in that kind of way, whether that be the, that or uh, the 72 Olympics, the, the, the terrorists in, uh, in Berlin, um, you know, it, it's politics yeah. and sports interacting in a very direct way. And of course you've moved forward and you've got uh, the boycotting uh, by the, uh, the 1980 Olympics by the United States and the counter boycott of the 1984 Los Angeles Olympics by the Soviet Union. Uh, it, yep. Sports and society are supposed to be separate, but uh, we find in our history that they are they are very directly linked for sure. Exactly, exactly, and um, kind of at this point is the mm-hmm. end, kind of. But uh, we see one last uh, scene of the pennant uh, game and Jackie hits a home run off of arguably the best pitcher in the league, just kind of yeah. to wrap the movie up and, and they win yeah. the world series. So it, it was a great ending to, to a great and, and gut wrenching movie. Yeah. I mean, so, you'd like, you'd like to say uh, that yeah. Jackie Robinson breaking through uh, changed society, but obviously that's not the case. Uh, you know, the civil rights movement is going to yep. kick in within a decade of him breaking through the color mm-hmm. barrier uh, and the, the good work done by um, all those members of the, of this movement has made a lot of difference. And yet here we are still having conversations about, about race, uh, you know, 50, 60, 70 years later. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And I know you talked a little bit about um, like the Boston yep. Celtics, they integrate, they were one of the last uh, yep. teams to integrate. Um, and the NBA was arguably one of the last uh, kind of right. uh, sports to integrate because, you know, you see um, baseball integrated right after the NFL yeah. started to integrate um, in the 1900s and 1930 uh, through 1930s yep. in, in that area. 
Um, and then the NBA started in 1950-ish. Um, but yeah, and and I just kind of wanted to hear your your um, kind of thoughts on some of the integration. Yeah, it, it, it's so interesting, specifically in the case of, of basketball, given what we know about basketball now and the high percentage of, Afri- of African-Americans right? playing uh, in in that uh, it's in, it's also interesting and I'm going to kind of go off on a tangent here if that's okay. I was watching I was watching mm-hmm. a series no, you're fine. uh on Netflix called The English Game and you might enjoy this it's about the the rise of professionalism in English soccer that that took place in the latter part of the of the 19th century and one of the main issues that they keep running into is that soccer was mm-hmm. a game for uh wealthy a sort of quasi-aristocratic yeah. crowd of people that went to Cambridge and Oxford and, and a school like mm-hmm. Eton is, is the one that's uh, specifically mentioned in that. And they keep saying, these rich people are like, we can't let them in. We can't let them ruin our game. And it's so reflective of yeah. baseball's experience. It's so reflective of basketball's experience. And you, if you just flip economics with race, it's the same thing. We, you know, the, the, the white people saying, we can't let them ruin our game. And there's it, it, two problems with that. Number one, yeah. what makes you so right about, about you know, them <laughs> ruining, okay? And the other thing exactly. is what gives you the right to say it's your game in the first place. Um, so exactly. I think that exactly. is a kind of universal message um, that applies not only in the case of the English soccer league, but also in our own professional sports leagues as they were. Uh, battling to be integrated or resisting in that case. That's right. Yep. Um, and just kind of before we start to wrap this up a little bit, did you have any information kind of just in, in the history mm-hmm. of the United States and, and um, all, all of that, seeing as how you are, mm-hmm. you know, an A push teacher. And I know you're, you're very educated on, on the history of mm-hmm. uh, segregation and, and, mm-hmm. and racism and slavery. Uh, did you have any like information that that maybe you thought was valuable? in terms of segregation? I, I in mean, all, pretty much any talk for seven hours about that, um, <laughs> right? Yeah. But is, <laughs> like all things, it is a journey. Um, you know, you start you start with the idea of of the Thirteenth Amendment and ending slavery. You know, those Reconstruction Thirteen, mm-hmm. Fourteen, Fifteen Amendments, ending. Slavery, protecting rights, guaranteeing the right for suffrage, uh, and yet, mm-hmm. along the lines of, of the end of Reconstruction, it is the failure of, of the white people in the country to protect those rights mm-hmm. that leads to the failure of Reconstruction. And it has nothing to do, really, uh, with, with black people. It's more about uh, politics. It's more about power, right? Uh, yeah. With the uh, election of Rutherf- yeah. Rutherford, as I like to call him, B. Hayes. Um, and it's not about <laughs> protecting anybody. It's about somebody wanting to be president. And, and that leads to the end of Reconstruction. And now exactly. we can kind of follow it through where the end of Reconstruction comes eventually. Um, you know, the South becomes uh, the way we think about it for the better part of 60 or 70 years, um, which then necessitates mm-hmm. the rise of the NAACP, which then, you know, a few decades later necessitates the rise of the civil rights era. Um, and this all could have been avoided yep. if politics and power hadn't come into play yeah. in the 1860s and the 1870s. Um, the exercise of power through, uh, you know, 
white people and the need to maintain power and to hold power even over other white people, uh, you know, the, the sort of Southern, the, the radical Republicans and the Southern Democrats, that sets the stage for all of those things that happen after that. Um, and it is the failure yes. to see the bigger picture um, and the sort of common good for all people that we were fighting for, in theory, uh, during the Civil War that, that leads to, you know, 60 years of the Jim Crow era uh, where segregation is the, is the rule in the South um, and, and the need to fight yes. against that. So it's unfortunate this all could have been, a, I, I don't know if, if had mm-hmm. Reconstruction continued, who exactly. knows, maybe, you know, you had a, a large number of African-Americans serving in the, in their local and, and federal uh, legislatures, maybe that would have continued, but it never got a chance to. And because mm-hmm. it didn't get a chance to, that led to all of those other exactly. things um, that leads to segregation, that leads to uh, the need oh. to desegregate sports. Who knows? Uh, had Reconstruction continued by the end of the 19th century, maybe it wouldn't have been an issue and everybody would have been playing. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Very so, right. Yeah, it's a, it's a mess. It's always a mess. And we haven't figured it out yet, have we? Yes, exactly. Mm. No, we have yeah. not, unfortunately. But... Oh, man. Thank you Absolutely. so much for joining us. You know, if I can, it, was, it was a anytime, pleasure. Uh, I can talk uh, sports and history together as two of my <laughs> favorite things. Now, if you want to talk barbecue and history and sports... I might be the happiest guy ever, but maybe next, maybe, maybe next time, <laughs> maybe next time. <laughs> oh, All right. Thank no you, problem. Mr. Take Hammond. It was yourself. a pleasure. Thank you. You as well.